0: This is PodcastNorm.com. Hi everybody, my name is Russ, and I'd like to welcome you to the show I call Just a Fan's View. A show that talks about NASCAR from just a NASCAR fan's point of view. Grab yourself a cold drink and sit back in your seat because I'm not afraid to express my opinion. In fact, it's one of the things I do best. Today's show is... Texas starts the round of eight from a NASCAR Fan's View. The thing on everyone's mind is wondering whether or not Denny Hamlin will win the first race of the round of eight as he has in the last two rounds. I'm thinking that may be a possibility, but I'm not willing to jump on that wagon at the moment. Both Denny Hamlin and Kyle Larson started in the front row and part of the round of eight right behind them. All of the remaining playoff drivers are starting in the top eight. Texas. That say a lot about some of the drivers and their ability to get around the mile and a half oval at Texas. Without going into great detail right up front, there are a few other things to talk about first. The feud between Kevin Harvick and Chase Elliott seemed to continue last week at the Roval. When I say seemed, I really mean did continue. <laughs> There was no doubt Harvick meant to put Elliott out and possibly rob him of a chance to win another race at the Roval, but I'm not so sure he meant it to be as severe as it was. I find it interesting that both Kyle Larson and Chase Elliott had problems that could have prevented their continuing in the playoffs and both of their teams stepped in or stepped up to keep them in the hunt. Of course, we already know Larson ended up winning the Roval, and Elliott managed a 12th place finish with a highly damaged race car. Arvick, however, ended up overdriving himself into the wall, ending his race for the day and his chance to move on in the playoffs. I thought it was hilarious that Chase was catching up to him, and we don't really know what he might have done if he had, but... Harvey put himself out of contention with no help from Chase. (laughs) I suppose it is possible he thought something might happen when he did catch up, but I guess we'll never know if Chase would have made good on his threat, made in the heat of the moment. Getting back to the race this weekend in Texas, there are several drivers besides Hamlin and Larson that could pull off the victory on Sunday afternoon. In particular, any of the Penske drivers could win this one. Whether you talk about Keselowski, Logano, or Blaney, the Penske Fords have shown improvement over the last several weeks, but they haven't sealed the deal at the end of a race lately. Well, all three of them have won at least one race this season, but they have struggled. If I was going to pick any one of the three to win, I think it would probably have to be Ryan Blaney. Of the three, he has been the most consistent lately. I won't completely rule out Keselowski or Logano from winning, but there is a lot on the line, and if one of them does win any of the three races coming up, they will be in the final four. That is the motivation for the Pinski drivers. If they win, they're in the final four. If they don't, well, they just may not make the cut, unless they can point their way in. <laughs> Now, I guess you're asking if one of the Penske drivers will be in the Final Four. Honestly, I do not. Well, except for the possibility of Ryan Blaney doing so. Of the three, he's the one I think could make a showing for the Fours. Next is the Joe Gibbs teams of Truex Jr. and Kyle Busch. Either one or both of these guys could make the Final Four. I'm not saying they will, and I'm not saying they won't. I'm just saying their chances are very good, but it is going to depend on how they do on their stronger tracks of which Texas is one. Another thing to consider is the 550 package NASCAR is having them run. It is one of the stronger packages for the Toyotas, and that could shift the advantage to the Gibbs teams. From this fan's view, Chase Elliott is the unknown factor in the final results at Texas. His performance has been strong, but it seems something always comes up to keep him from finishing up front. His run-ins with Harvick have definitely hurt his situation, and it remains to be seen if NASCAR's talk with the two will make any difference in their feud, rivalry, or whatever you want to call it. It has made for some added intensity in the races, and, of course, the talking heads, in usual fashion, can't leave it alone. Personally, I hope they have decided to leave it in the rear view, and both can get back to racing for the win, rather than revenge. Still, I think Chase is a dark horse as the possible winner of this one. He, along with the other seven in the round of eight is motivated by needing to perform and do everything possible to make the final four. These next three races are going to be filled with pressure and intensity, especially for those in the playoffs, and I don't think any of them want to just run near the front. This is a 500-mile race, and more than anything, I believe it's all about winning. At the very worst, they all want to run at or near the front and win any and every stage point they can. The problem is, there are a bunch of other drivers that want to walk away with a win, and one of them is Kevin Harvick. I believe he is motivated to get his first win of the 2021 season and make up for his costly mistake at the Roval. (laughs) Hey, this is Russ, and that's my view. And I'll see you next time, right here, at NASCAR Fans View, for just a fan's view of NASCAR Racing. That's the show for today, and I'm really glad you took the time to be here. It is my hope that you enjoyed this time, and that you will tell a friend where to find this show. Just a Fan's View is a production of, and all views expressed are strictly the opinion of Rusty Norman, Podcast Norm Productions, and PodcastNorm.com. Thanks for being here, and until next time, have a great week.